Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Monday morning. Been a while since we've been together on a Monday, but uh, I'm glad we are. So, crazy wild card weekend. Going into it, you know, I kind of wished the Chiefs didn't have to play the Chargers. And on Saturday, I was thinking, oh, man, it's going to be tough to beat a team three times. And then all of a sudden, here comes the second half. Trevor Lawrence and the rest of the team just put the hurt on L.A. And they're going home and we're facing off Yeah, and I thought the same thing that you did. I thought playing and beating a team a third time in one year is not easy. And it isn't. Don't misunderstand. But I'll tell you, I don't like this matchup. I think the Chiefs will win. Uh, Jacksonville is still a young team, but they are getting better, and they are getting better incrementally and quickly. I love the way Trevor Lawrence plays, coming from a 27 to nothing deficit and winning. Yes, it was on his home field and all that sort of thing, but that's a pretty doggone good comeback. I don't know what the Chargers were doing. They, they just kind of went to sleep, but... Still, throwing I their helmet on the ground and having that temper tantrums. That's what they were doing. What in the world is what's what's his Bosa doing? For heaven's sake, he knows better than that. Almost looked like well, I'm not going to get into conspiratorial things, but it, it was uh, it was so bizarre that whole episode. Anyway, let's talk about the other ones before we get into that that matchup. Uh, the, the game on Saturday, I really had this picked perfectly. I'm so brilliant, I can't believe it. Because it's raining and slog and all this sort of thing, not going to be a whole lot of scoring. (laughs) Reynolds, you're so blasted dumb. (laughs) 41 to 23, the 49ers go right over Seattle Seahawks, beat the spread, beat the over-under. Come on, man, get this out of here. San Francisco is pretty good, let's face it. They are a good team. No surprise there. The Jacksonville game with the... With these uh, Chargers, we were mentioning that. And I'll tell you, it does bother me because I, I do like this Jacksonville ball club. They're not quite there yet. They're kind of like the Cincinnati Bengals two years ago. That's what everyone keeps saying. Mm-hmm. Very similar to that. But still, it, it'll be a good challenge. And they play at 3.30 on Saturday afternoon. Our pregame show here on uh, the cave will start at one on Saturday, and we'll have a one-hour pregame show prior to that. I think it'll be a pretty good football game. Nothing is given. Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins on Sunday. I'll tell you a little bit about this one. When the Bills got off to, to a 17 nothing lead, I'm thinking, well, <laughs> this is going to be a cakewalk. And here come the injured Miami Dolphins. And then I thought as I'm watching this thing, here's Skylar Thompson doing the quarterbacking for Miami. Why not? It's been a magic year for Kansas State. Why shouldn't it be for Miami? That's where where Thompson played his college football at K-State. And why not bring that magic here? And it almost happened. The Dolphins were there. They had a chance, but not quite ready yet. And Buffalo held them off 34-31. Buffalo's pretty good, but they're not playing at the top of their top of their level right now. Giants and Vikings called this one. I knew the Giants were going to win this one. Vikings, the Vikings aren't all that good, and the Giants are. They're getting a whole lot better. The kid from Duke, Jones, the quarterback, outstanding. I was really impressed with the way they played, and that's a nice win for the New York Giants, and 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 a good win too. Game last night, <laughs> Baltimore and Cincinnati. Watching this thing and saying, you know, if Baltimore wins this game, they're going to be the ones who play the Chiefs. And that'll be good because Baltimore is really beat up. They're so beat up that they almost won the game. Here is Tyler Huntley, their quarterback, 
Good player, not a great player, but a good one. He has this game, he has his team in the lead. In the lead. Leaps over the pile, tries to force the ball into the end zone, gets stripped, and the other kid, and I think his name, I forgot what his name is, uh, took, the, took the fumble and goes 98 yards for a touchdown, and that's the ball game right there. 24-17. What on earth? I think I've seen everything now, but that's the most bizarre ending to anything I've ever seen. Now, there's one more game tonight coming up. Might be a pretty good one, Tampa Bay and Dallas, but that doesn't have any effect on us here. We are concerned with the Chiefs. This is the Chiefs station. Chiefs play a good team. It'll be the Jacksonville Jaguars. And while I think Kansas City wins, and, you know, I'm not supposed to hope anything. I'm a journalist, but I hope they do. I think uh, we'll see a pretty good football game. I think we will, too. And, uh, yeah, crazy ending to that uh, Bengals-Ravens game. It's just like with the Bills and Dolphins. They got, the Bills got lucky again. The Bengals got lucky again. I don't know how the hell they did it, but um, it's it's really telling when you have the Dolphins almost beat you at home. Same thing with the Ravens and, and the Bengals. So we'll see uh, definitely a wild card weekend, and then we will we'll definitely see what happens yeah, in the remember, NFC. There's a couple of factors here that, that, that do play into that. Bills... And the uh, Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins, third time this year. Mm-hmm. Ravens and the Bengals, third time, time this, this year. year. Yeah, I and know. Those teams know each other pretty well. Yeah, and they and you could definitely see it in the coverages that each game had. As far as uh, the backs were were definitely uh, getting some of those stars. Uh, Covered pretty well, but it was also interesting to see so many former Chiefs on the Ravens last night. You had Houston, you had Marcus Peters, you and had he, Watkins, Houston you had still in there playing, and I'll tell you, and and here you have Tyreek Hill and with the uh, Miami Dolphins playing in his game. So there were a lot of ex Chiefs, but that's also the nature of pro football. That's and that's what has me worried. Those others were three times a year, and Jacksonville and Kansas City did not play this year. Well, we said, you said we have a Monday night game tonight, and we do. Uh, Cowboys and Bucks. We'll have to see what ends up in the NFC. Uh, I think as far as that goes, 49ers look pretty scary, but Eagles look scarier. We'll see what happens down the road. <laughs> and uh, just now getting back from uh, his weekend stay at uh, Missouri State University during the Tournament of Champions. How'd it go? It was really, really a very good tournament. Didn't have the magic names this year. It didn't last year with LeBron James' son playing, but you had eight great basketball teams. And I'll tell you, Mike, you may or may not follow the high school basketball scene in this area, but Link Academy from Branson has been ranked as the number one. Now, Now it's it doesn't play in Misha. It's an academy team, and they travel across the country. Well, they're at, with various polls ranked number one. They are the real deal. What a terrific basketball team, well-coached. Tremendous defense, magnificent athletes. I was very, very impressed with them. They're more than pretty good. And what made the whole attack so impressive is their defense. The link defense is nothing that I've ever seen. A three-quarter court and half-court trap that was really masterfully coached. Their, their coach is a guy named Bill Armstrong. He had been an assistant coach at LSU. Took the place of our friend Rod Perry, who went over to coach at Kansas State. But anyway, they are a really good team. kid named Jacoby Walter was the most valuable player of the tournament, but I was impressed with their guard, Elliot Cadeau. These guys can play. And they whipped up on some good teams. The Link Academy team can really, really play a skilled level of basketball. And Mike, I can't speak for you, but unlike when I played 55, 60, 65 years ago, it is all above the rim. 
My goodness, <laughs> I mean, come on, 10 feet? 10, what's, what's 10 feet? Nothing but a, a little hop, step, and a jump for these kids. They can really get up in the air and clean those boards. It's 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 big-time basketball. It's those rebounds, man. That's what it's all about. Crowds were very good. It was an exciting tournament. Uh, in the championship game late Saturday night, Link Academy beat Sunrise Christian from over in Wichita, and they are pretty good. These All the players on these teams, these academy teams, they're all going big-time. They're going to Baylor and UCLA and Kentucky and places like this, and there's a reason why. They are really, really good. I'm very impressed. Well, I'm glad it was a good uh, good showing. It usually is, and again, you can see a lot of uh, pretty incredible up-and-coming stars when you go to some of these things. Um, and I'm glad we had a really good turnout this year. It's always a blast when it comes through. All right, Missouri State was on the court this past weekend after their loss to Illinois State. Were they able to right the ship? They did. They got a win. That win was yesterday afternoon. Uh, the Lady Bears lost on Saturday in a very big surprise. They lost over at Valparaiso in Indiana. Valparaiso hadn't won a conference game. And they did beat the Lady Bears. That's a big disappointment. But the guys come back, and they pretty much owned Indiana State. Got off to a hot start and maintained that margin until the very end. And then Indiana State made a very nice comeback. Final score was 64-62. That's a little bit misleading. It was more of a five-point difference at the end because the Indiana State kid hit a meaningless midcourt shot at the buzzer that went in that made the margin two points. But be that as it may, the Bears did play well, but what made it very encouraging for Missouri State, they won it, Mike, at the foul line. Now, both teams went to the foul line pretty much the same. Indiana State, I think, was 10 of 16 or something like that. The Bears were 16 of 17, and that belies a current ratio that Missouri State's been going through. They hadn't been shooting well at the foul line. They did yesterday, and it got them through Hey, that's, that's really, really big time. Now the Bears get set to play Drake in Des Moines on Wednesday night. Bears beat Drake down here by three. Now Drake gets another shot at the Bears. All this, of course, prior to the conference tournament, which will be coming up early in March up in St. Louis. Exciting stuff. Hopefully they can ride some of those small mistakes. If they can, that's the difference between a pretty good team and a really good team. So hopefully they can do that. All right. Uh, definitely surprise when it comes to St. Louis Cardinals baseball as far as the coaching staff goes. Your opinion on yeah, this, Ned? I don't, I don't have one because I don't know what happened. And, and I don't think anybody else does. There's been no explanation. When uh, I had the pleasure of interviewing Matt Holliday here in town back in September at the Dinner on the Diamond, Uh, I asked him, one of the key questions was, have you pretty much dismissed ever being in Major League Baseball? He says, no. No, I might take a shot if something happens. And here, two months later in November, something does happen. The Cardinals hire Matt Holliday as the bench coach. Now, in baseball terminology, the bench coach is the assistant manager. Now, Holiday and Carlos Marmol, the Cardinals manager, pretty good friends. And Matt Holliday's a Cardinal Hall of Famer. Got the job on November 6th. Resigned the job on Friday. Now, what on earth is this? There was no reason given, and apparently the Cardinals were taken as a back by anybody, but Holiday announced he's resigning. He's not going to be the coach for the Cardinals this year, so the Cardinals immediately turned around and hired Joe McEwing, who was a player for them about, oh gosh, 20 or so years ago, and had been with the Chicago White Sox. So McEwing will be the bench boss, but... Matt 
What are you doing? Well, it's obvious that it's private reasons why he left. I hope it's not dissension among the team. I ho- I'm pretty sure that's not the case. But the fact is that Matt Holliday won't be wearing that Cardinals uniform. Whether or not he's helping his brother at Oklahoma State again, he has been the last couple of years. That remains to be seen. But not going to be the Cardinals bench boss, and that's a surprise. It's interesting, to, too, because it may be a kind of a sign about the way the inner workings go. Because if a guy gets in there, uh, and for especially someone like Holiday who really doesn't need to do it, he's only there because of his love for the game and that he wants to do it. If he goes in the building, kind of sees the writing on the wall about how things are done, he's going to say, screw this, I'll go somewhere else. But we don't know that that's the case. Well, I don't know what else it could be, Ned. You have a great it could, day. It could be other. <laughs> <laughs> you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.